Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we're talking about emotional immaturity, and I'm not talking about emotional immaturity in children because children aren't mature yet. They're still growing, they're evolving, they're learning. They don't have the capacity to manage their emotions. I'm talking about adult people who do not have emotional maturity. They don't have the capacity to reflect and to hold your emotions and to hear you and to accept blame for their own part in a situation. They act like giant children. And sometimes we mistake emotional immaturity for narcissism. So we throw the word narcissist around quite a bit in our culture these days, but Truly, the person may not be a narcissist, and we're going to talk about the true meaning of a narcissist a little bit later in the podcast. However, emotional immaturity is just a person who doesn't have the emotional stamina and self-regulation to be able to manage themselves, accept their partner's situation. They respond and react like giant children. And what maturity truly is, is nothing to do with age. In fact, it's deeper than age. It's about the way you see the world. Maturity is how you understand things. The maturity in people is how they consider others and how they communicate. Maturity is how you react. It's the things you value and the things you entertain. Maturity is the way you represent yourself as an adult. Everyone grows old, but not everyone is growing up. So we're going to dive deeper into this emotional immaturity because I think it's really important. We want to call people borderline personality disordered or we want to call them narcissists, but sincerely, they're more emotionally immature. And emotional immaturity, again, has nothing to do with age. A grown person can possess emotional immaturity. Emotional maturity looks like the inability to self-regulate, self-reflect, and hold space for other people's emotions. So let's break this down. Self-regulation is the ability to manage your own emotions, your reactions to things. Emotionally immature person is going to have a tantrum. They're going to scream and yell. They're going to burst into tears. They're going to blow it out of proportion. They're going to make a big scene. They're going to get emotional and they might storm out. They're not able to regulate themselves. They're not able to sit in an uncomfortable conversation. They're not able to hear any feedback. They just burst into a tantrum just like a giant child. And they're not able to self-reflect, which means that they're not able to own their part in a situation. They will never be able to apologize to you for doing something wrong to you because they're not able to even see that part in the situation. All they want to do is blame you or blame someone else. And they can't take responsibility. They can't be accountable. They aren't able to self-reflect. They don't have the brain capacity for that. 
and they're not able to hold the space for other people's emotions, which means that you may be sad, you may be angry, you might be hurt, and they will just tell you you're crazy, that's not true, you're blowing it out of proportion, and it looks like gaslighting. And so that is one of the reasons why people think emotionally immature people are narcissists, because they have a lot of the same tools and weapons that a narcissist has. But it's important to know that a narcissist knows they have these weapons. They use these weapons in a very manipulative way. But an emotionally immature person is not using these as weapons. They really and truly don't have the capacity to own up to their partner's situation. They don't have the emotional capacity to even manage your emotions because they can't even manage their own. Another aspect and trait of an emotionally immature person is they always blame, they deflect, and they project issues onto other people. They have to put everything on the outside. They can't own up to their part in something. They don't have the ability to go inward and say, oh, maybe that was my bad. That, those words will never come out of an emotionally immature person's mouth. They have to externalize their emotions. Everything is outside them, so they have to find blame and project blame onto other people because they just can't do that themselves. They are not wrong. The other person is wrong. They deflect. They just can't own up to any responsibility in a situation. Again, they're like giant children. And when you are deflecting and blaming as an emotionally immature person, it will sound like you're being so dramatic. I did that because you made me. I guess I'm just a horrible person. Why are you even here with me? You're crazy. You've lost touch with reality. You're so sensitive. Learn to take a joke. Those are things that a emotionally mature person would say to make you feel bad so they don't have to feel bad. They don't want to feel bad. They don't even think that they deserve to feel bad. There are children in their mentality and you're not able to convince them or argue with them. The best thing to do is to learn to recognize a person who's emotionally immature and know that this is not an argument, a battle that you are going to win. It's best just to see them for who they are and leave it at that. And if you're able to sit and have a conversation with them, maybe they'll start to mature a tiny bit, but that's a long shot. So it's best just to limit your time with these people. They've mastered the art of deflection. So they move the focus away from themselves to other people. So you might know that they did something wrong, but they will always look for someone else to blame. They're always looking for someone that they can put the blame onto so they don't have to take ownership of their partner situation. And what does deflecting look like? It looks like dominating conversations, interrupting or cutting someone off, making passive aggressive comments, weaponizing the past, stonewalling or shutting down or ignoring issues, storming out or walking away to avoid a conversation or the silent treatment. And again, these all look like weapons of a narcissist. But again, we're going to talk about why emotionally immature people 
look like narcissists, but they wouldn't truly fit the diagnosis of a narcissist. These people are not weaponizing these tools to manipulate you. They're reaching their fullest capacity of, of their emotional maturity, which is very limited. So they're using what they have, which is not much. They just haven't developed their brain capacity for emotional wellness and wholeness and self-reflection. And chances are it's because this is how they were raised or they were stunted in their growth somehow, maybe had a traumatic childhood. They had emotionally mature parents and it was passed on. They became very self-absorbed, self-centered, and they just never matured into an emotional place. It's very close to narcissism, but it isn't quite narcissism. Dominating conversations or interrupting, they don't want you to finish your sentence because they don't want to hear anything bad about themselves. They make passive-aggressive comments, so it's they're wounding you, but in a way that does, you have to kind of... You realize after you leave, like, wow, what did they just say to me? And you realize they said something really mean, but it slipped under the radar because it was very passive aggressive. Weaponizing the past, they bring up the past and they throw it back on you. They never let it go. They never let it go. It's like, you know, even if you apologize for it, they still bring it back up again. And stonewalling and shutting down or ignoring the issues. If you say, I really need to talk to you about this. This really hurt my feelings. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about it. It's the silent treatment. You choose not to talk to someone. And that person who wants your attention and wants to share something with you is told in an emotional way that they're not valid enough to hear. You're not listening to them. You don't want to hear their side. You stonewall them and you shut them down. This is what emotionally mature people do. They walk away. They just make you feel like you don't matter. And again, it looks like narcissism and it's very close, but it's not the diagnosis of narcissism. We can't get through to someone who's not willing to self-reflect or have someone see something they're not willing to see. So this is really a tough situation because you're not going to be able to school them. You may want to, you may want to tell them about themselves. You might get so frustrated with an emotionally immature person, especially if it's a family member or a close friend, someone that you work with. It's impossible to meet them where they are because they don't have the capacity to self-reflect and say, Yes, you're right. I did do that. I'm so sorry. They will never do that. They are always looking for someone else to blame. They are completely committed to misunderstanding you and they are very rigid in their ways. Just let them be. You're not going to convince them. You are not going to change them. You have to just know that they're emotionally mature. Know that they're going to storm off or have a tantrum. No, if you push them too hard, they're going to deflect, they're going to blame, they're going to be mean and cruel, they're going to say passive-aggressive things, they're even name-callers. They'll stonewall you and shut you down in a way that you feel like, wow, I didn't even get to say my part, I didn't get to finish my sentence, because they don't want to hear anything bad about themselves, because they're giant children who believe that the world revolves around them. If someone shows that they're unable to support us and able to hear us, those are not your people. And again, if they're family members, you have to learn how to manage them and tolerate them. 
but you're not going to be able to change them. They're going to have to figure that out on their own, and maybe they never will. But it's not your job to try to change them because you're going to get very frustrated. It's very difficult. It's impossible to change a person who doesn't have a problem with themselves, who sees themselves as perfect and the rest of the world as negative, as a person who is unwilling to own their part in a situation, a person who is unable and doesn't have the capacity to be accountable, to really self-reflect and say, wow, that is true about me. I would really like to change that. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to believe that. They're not able to hear that. They're not able to believe that. So limit your time with them. Spend time with people who do support you and who do hear you. Emotionally immature people just have to find their way on their own. Emotional immaturity is defensive and shutting down to conflicting ideas or anyone that disagrees with them. Emotional immaturity is very rigid and they only see things from their own point of view. Emotional immaturity has a lack of sense of self. They don't really know who they are. They make up an image of themselves. They are very emotionally reactive. They have tantrums. They'll have outbursts. They'll storm out of the room. They feel like they're being attacked and the world is against them. They see the whole world as their antagonist and everyone is talking about me. Everyone's going to think this about me. Everyone is going to not like me anymore. Everyone's going to think different of me. That's a very emotional, immature way of thinking because the whole world does not revolve around you. And so they feel personally attacked. Emotionally immature people mock and criticize others. They make fun of others. They're bullies. They're mean to others. And it's usually because they're insecure and they don't have enough going on within that they always have to externalize and find blame from with other people and things outside themselves. What does emotional maturity look like if someone can self-reflect and grow and be healthy? Emotional maturity looks like a person who's receptive to feedback and is open to other people's perspectives. You see it this way, I see it this way, we may not agree, but I respect your perspective and as long as you respect mine, we can agree to disagree. An emotionally immature person cannot hear your perspective because they don't agree with it. They only see their own. An emotionally mature person can empathize and they can step outside of themselves and see and feel and understand what another person is feeling and how another person might view something. An emotionally mature person has developed an authentic sense of self. They know who they are and they're very strong in who they are. They don't have to blame everybody else. They can take responsibility for their actions because they chose them and they know who they are and they're able to stand up for themselves. Emotional maturity takes time to process their emotions before reacting. They sit, they do the stop skill, they step back, they observe the situation, they process it, and they respond in a very healthy way. They don't have outbursts, they don't have tantrums, they don't storm off. They're able to have adult conversations around uncomfortable topics. Emotional maturity looks like peace and stability. The person's stable. You know that you can trust a conversation with an emotionally mature person. 
an emotionally immature person, you can't trust the conversation because if the conversation gets uncomfortable at all, the emotional immature person is going to react, blow it out of proportion, have a tantrum, and they may storm off and ruin the evening. So having someone emotionally mature in your life brings you stability and peace. And an emotionally mature person encourages others, believes in others, inspires others. They're not self-centered. They're not focused on self. They really want people to be successful and succeed, and they own up to their part in situations. So why do people think emotional immaturity is narcissistic? Well, as you can see, many of the traits of an emotionally immature person resemble narcissism because they use these same tools that a narcissist would, but the difference is the narcissist feels absolutely nothing and their main goal is to be grandiose and to be better than everybody else. They feel entitled. They need to be admired. The emotionally immature person is not thinking all those things. They're working from a place of very low emotional capacity. So they're not using these things as tools and manipulations like a narcissist would to build up their image. An emotionally immature person just doesn't know better. They, they're acting like giant children. And a narcissist in some ways resembles that, but they also have this darkness that they are manipulating people and trying to control other people. And so I'm going to talk about what true narcissism looks like. So in the diagnostic manual, the DSM, there's nine criteria for narcissist, narcissistic personality disorder. And out of these nine, you have to have five in order to be diagnosed as a narcissistic personality disorder. So you can decide for yourself how close emotional immaturity is to narcissism. So number one, a grandiose sense of self-importance. Two, a preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. Three, the belief that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by a associate with especially high status in institutions. Four, requires excessive admiration. Five, has a sense of entitlement. Six, is interpersonally exploitative. They take advantage of others. Seven, lacks empathy. Eight, envies others or believes others are envious of him or her. Nine, shows arrogant and haughty behaviors and attitudes. So you can see some of these uh, traits of narcissism are similar to emotional immaturity, but the narcissistic personality disorder is a little bit darker. They're more manipulative, where an emotionally immature person just really doesn't have the capacity for the same things that the narcissist does. Like needing excessive admiration. A person who's emotionally immature does not need excessive admirations. They want to be liked. They want people to like them. They want people to think good things of them but they're not always seeking out to be the leader of the group. Uh, has a sense of entitlement. Emotionally immature people, pretty they do just feel like they deserve to be 
the number one person. They don't want to be looked down upon, but it's not as haughty. It's not as grandiose as a narcissistic personality disorder. Many people with emotional immaturity do have empathy in some ways. They can feel and understand what love is and what kindness is, but they don't always know how to put themselves in someone else's shoes so they can understand another person's perspective. So they can be nice sometimes, but their emotional immaturity doesn't allow them to be consistently nice and consistently kind. So as we talk about this, I want you to kind of think about people in your own life. Are there people in your life that are emotionally immature? Are there people in your life you can't have a conversation with? They have temper tantrums. They storm out. They belittle you. They make you feel like you're less than. They make you feel like you are not heard. They shut you down. They give you the silent treatment. They deflect and blame everybody else and they don't take responsibility. They're unable to see your perspective. And if you're dealing with emotionally immature people, I'm going to strongly encourage you to spend as little time as you can with them because you are not going to change them. You're not going to be able to school them. You're not going to be able to talk them into being better human beings and to grow up. They can't do that. They have to find their way on their own and they probably never will. Unless they really keep learning these lessons and people stop spending time with them, they're never going to have a life change. If a child is allowed to have temper tantrums and not regulate themselves, that's going to happen as an adult. And then they're going to become really mean, rotten, selfish people as adults. So if you allow these adults who are emotionally mature, who have temper tantrums and are always wanting their own way, you're not going to teach them anything. So it's best just to leave them be. Limit your time if they're family members, if they're coworkers. Again, spend as little time as you need to with them. And if they're friends, you might want to check your friends because it's important for you to understand why am I hanging out with emotionally mature people? What are they entertaining themselves with? What's their lives like? What are their goals? What are their dreams? Do they have the same values as you. An emotionally mature person has dreams and values and goals and they want to live a life that furthers them and inspires them and sets them apart. They're not living small. They're living big. And those are the kind of people you want to surround yourself with. People who have the emotional capacity to say, I'm sorry I did that. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I didn't realize I hurt you and I'm so sorry and I will change my behavior. That is an emotionally mature person. A person who says, I appreciate your perspective. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't know you saw it that way and I apologize and I own up to my part and this is my perspective and let's talk about it. They're not going to shut you down. They're not going to make you feel less than or inferior. They're not going to storm off because they don't agree with you. They're going to be able to manage uncomfortable conversations. They want to change and grow. They want to be the best versions of themselves. And that's the kind of people you want in your life. So limit your time with the emotionally immature. Let them just be. Let them find their own way. 
and find people who match you, match your values, match your goals, and match your dreams because those are the people you're going to thrive with. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.